Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Good evening, everybody. Happy Monday to everyone out there. Welcome to the Chain Movers Podcast. As usual, I'll be your host, Chad, and with me is my lovely co-host, Lacey. I just noticed you had your hood up. What are you doing? I'm chilled. Oh. <laughs> supposed to get a nice storm tonight, Lace. Ugh. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> You've been on the IR all weekend. <laughs> yeah, I have. Hey. Eh? Yeah. On the IR. You want to share with everyone what your ailment is? I got a fucked up back. Fucked up back. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt like all weekend. Feeling a little better today. Went to the Cairo. Went to the Cairo. Been living on Advil all weekend and pretty much just laying on the couch. You do what you got to do. That's about it. That's show business, baby. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't want me here today. <laughs> but I showed up anyway. <laughs> she would not not do it. It's like, get out of here. You can't sit on these most uncomfortable stools in the world. Yeah, it's okay so far. Here she is. Here I am. So if you see her, just go down. <laughs> Your back's probably seized up. Okay, enough my of neck, that. My neck feels great. Well, that's good. That's half the battle. A third of it. Two more spots. Two more. <laughs> We're good. Snap, crackle, and pop you back into place. <laughs> yeah, I said my head felt so loose, I thought it was going to fall right off after you fixed it up. Wouldn't surprise me. Me neither. Okay, Lace. <laughs> what a weekend in the NFL, Lacey. It was glorious. It was. Super fun. Unless, of course, you're a Raider fan, which I am. Yeah, there's that. Because that's the game we're going to start with. We're not even getting into side stories. We're going straight into the NFL wildcard weekend. And we're going to break it down. Some games more than others. Because there's two laughers in this whole uh, weekend. Yeah. And, well, arguably three. But we'll get into it. So, let's start out with that Raiders game, Lace. The Raiders fell to the Cincinnati Bengals 26-19. to Derek Carr went 29-54 for 310 yards, one touchdown and a pick. Joey Burrow, on the other hand, went 24-34, 
244 yards and two touchdowns. And Jamar Chase, nine receptions for 116 yards. So that young duo is clicking for the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Uh, Raiders only had two sacks. They did their best to give Cincy this game. I'm not necessarily a Cincy believer. That was a close game considering how poor Oakland, sorry, Las Vegas played. Mm Mm-hmm. There was yeah. penalties, there was offsides, they, they looked like the Cowboys <laughs> for a bit. Not quite that bad, but they they didn't yeah. look ready. <clears throat> no. And it was just a typical Raider playoff game. Yeah. Or even just a big game in general. Yep, I agree with that. Just everybody's tripping over them themselves. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, hot off the wire, Raiders fire Mike Mayock, GM. Oh. Just fired him. Um, Didn't know that. Rich Basaccia still with the team, not committing to him fully as the head coach. I think the dude deserves a shot. Yeah, we'll see why not. That was a pretty tumultuous season for uh, the Raiders. Yeah. What is that word you said? <laughs> tumultuous? <laughs> wow. I'm expanding my vocabulary. <laughs> Mine's very limited, now so I'm it's getting, not shocking. Now I'm getting hot. <laughs> Fuck, I tried to look cool for this episode. <laughs> It, that's a you know that hood's weird i like it <laughs> you had it like cinched up or something it looked like a condom on my head <laughs> you looked really cold <laughs> well, I that cold, but regardless uh, anyway um that was quite the word yeah so the raiders fire mayock they're not Committing to Rich Passaccia, which I think they should just go ahead and pull the trigger and make him the permanent head coach for at least next season. Yes, the guys yeah. obviously responded to him. Yep. You give him Quite a full well. a full year, you know, give him the proper badge that you are the guy. Let's see what happens. But that leads us to our next question, Lacey. Do the Raiders stick with their car or do they move on? Look in the draft, maybe get some kind of a trade going. What do you think? Where are you at with it? I don't know. I don't know. I think <laughs> this is, like like you said, this is typical car in a big game. So, this time. I like Derek Carr. Derek but... Carr played well this season. I mean... I don't want to make this comparison, but I think I have to. Oh, dear. (laughs) Dak Prescott had a great season. Mm -hmm. Now, I know the majority of you have probably seen what he did last night. And it wasn't pretty. So, Derek Carr, big arm. He's a better passer than Prescott. Obviously not a better runner. But, I don't know. Derek Carr has had ample opportunities to get over that hump. Um, He just can't. No. It's just one of those things, right? And being a Raiders fan is almost like a Cowboy fan, except we don't go into every season believing that we're going to win the Super Bowl. That's the major yeah. difference yeah. <laughs> between being a Raider and a Cowboy fan. Right. Right? We're not the most obnoxious fan base in the NFL. <laughs> right. Where the Cowboys are. Right? Let's be honest. Yeah. I agree. Did you see those dumbasses running into the stadium? Like as soon as they opened the doors? Yeah, I don't get it. And everyone went flooding in? Like, and not just, like, it, it looked like they were fighting for their seats. I I, I don't get it. Like, but, it was like that they, they didn't have a seat number. But they you were, could just sit but up but they were selling one. standing room only tickets. So I'm wondering if people were jockeying. Oh. But that many? 
Like, I must have seen at least 1,500 people pour in in a four-second segment. It was insane. Like, like was, I was getting worried for people. Yeah, like, like the, I thought the people sure. that were standing at yeah. those little booths and shit. I thought for I sure like, we were going to see that there was injuries. Okay, we're not talking about that game. Let's get back right. to the Raider game. Right. So you don't know, but you think it might be time that the Raiders move on from Derek Carr. The reason I don't know is I do like Derek Carr. And I do believe Take your feelings out of it. He's a good quarterback. He just can't play a big game. And you so like it's time Justin to go. Fields too, and look where that's got you. <laughs> it's time to go. Look where that's there. going. <laughs> time for him to go. Okay, what do you think? Pack up shop. I don't necessarily disagree. He just can't play a big game. It's it's funny. You know, we get I hear tons of arguments. Like well, I like him. He had a good season. Let me be very clear about one thing, and I think a lot of people forget. The NFL is about winning. <laughs> and not just That's a all it's season. about. That is literally all it's about. Getting to a wild card game is not an achievement. Right. It is not. Right. There's not been big. lots of teams that have got to a wild card game that it, it means nothing. Look right. at the Steelers this year. Look at the Eagles. Yeah. They were only in that game because someone had to take the seventh spot. Right. They got blown out. Both teams got blown out. Yeah. It means nothing. So their car can't win the big game. He never has. No. And I, th- the only problem is, is that the quarterback class coming up this draft is weak. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like Matt Corral's projected to be the number one overall QB. Not even number one overall. Oh. Just number one overall QB from Ole Miss. Oh, okay. Not that Ole Miss is a horrible school, but Matt Corral is not Patrick Mahomes. Or, you know, I mean, there's just nobody right. in there that it's like, wow. Right. That guy's going to tear up the league. Right. Right? So. Well, and even if you so look back at... Was that last year's draft? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is brand new. Mm-hmm. So you look at... And he was a wow guy. Yeah. And look at... So now you take a non-wow guy and put him in the NFL? Two wins. Holy yikes. Yeah, and I mean, the team's <laughs> brutal, right? But... Yeah, still. Yeah. It's Trevor Lawrence's season. Yeah. So... Horrid. Yeah. And anyway. he, he didn't play overly well. Let's be honest. No. Trevor no, Lawrence I, did not have a good season. No. So I, I can't imagine a not stud <laughs> going to oh Oak, going to Las Vegas, whose O line isn't the strongest. Yeah, um, you need a veteran guy. Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. Was Russell looking for a move? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, could you imagine? Ugh. <laughs> See, this is what I don't like about players moving then. What? But you know, actually, I would say probably since Brady's moved from New England, Mm -hmm. I don't hate, I used to hate Brady and New England, and now I hate each of those separately less. But if my memory serves me correctly, you took the Pats (laughs) in your upset this week. Yeah. So... What's the story there? I thought you hated them. No, I said I hate them less. Oh, less. Oh, but they still have Belichick. If they got rid of Belichick, then you'd like them. Yeah, I'm slowly coming around to him, too. You know... (laughs) Well, he got humbled this weekend. So, uh, 
that was a that was a lot of pent up rage from Buffalo <laughs> that you've seen. But I think the big story here, Derek Carr aside, was the Raiders got fucked <laughs> on that inadvertent whistle. Yes, and it ended up being. Yep. Could, it could have been the game. Yep. You know, it, Cincinnati got a touchdown out of the deal. Mm-hmm. For those of you that did not see it, uh, I don't know, it was Joey Burrow on the 15, the 20? Yeah. He was rolling to his right. Um, threw it. Before T. Higgins caught the ball, there was a whistle. Now, by the letter of the law, the rule book, that play should be whistled dead. Right. Do over. Right? Dead ball. No. They proceeded to give the Bengals a touchdown. That's pretty hard luck. Mm-hmm. But credit to Rich Passaccia, because I would have lost my fucking mind. Right. He came out after the game. That crew is not doing any more games. Oh, really? This postseason. So, pretty much the NFL slapping their hands saying, Oh, okay. Hey. So, you did screw up. Yeah. So, but he came out and said, No, it's a good crew. You know, stuff happens, right? Oh, good for him. And then you look at the Cowboys, and all they can do is blame the refs. That's all they've done. Oh, seriously? Blame the refs, yeah. Yeah, but we'll get into that whole saga. Um, But the Raiders, I mean, they're they're close, but they're not there, Yeah. right? So back to that, them getting screwed. So the reason they couldn't go back is because it was a non-reviewable play? Correct. So... Can't they make, you know, some exceptions here in playoffs? Like, that seems crazy to me. You start tweaking the rules as you go, it makes things really complicated. I seen an announcer say, it's a problem this year, it'll be fixed next year. But this happens, he said, it happens in one game every year. And then by the oh, next for year, sure. they fix it. And it's amazing the amount of scenarios that you can't think of. Right. Like, the NFL Competition Committee... You know, which includes owners and players and refs and you name it. They try to think of everything. Every situation. But football has so many rules. Yes. That you you end up in a situation like this that's unprecedented almost, right? It's like what do you do? Yeah. Right? So I I I don't know, being a ref in the NFL would be hard. Oh yeah. And especially super hard with this kind of without much on the line. Right. Right? Right. So, like you said, it would, could have been the game. But yeah, I still think the refs fucked them. What do you think of that? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Regardless, and I think a lot of most people do. Cincinnati moving on, Lacey, and Boo. we will get into the updated playoff bracket at the end of our analysis. Okay. So, uh, let's move over, Lace. The Bills and Pats. Not much of a game. The Bills hammered the Patriots at home, 47-17. to Josh Allen with a masterpiece. 21-25, mm. 308 yards and five touchdowns. What do you think of that, Lace? Devin Singletary, 16 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns. This motherfucker, I had him in fantasy. I don't think he scored one touchdown in the regular season. In the fantasy season, I don't think he scored once. Now he's just racket, rattling off two touchdown games left and right. Buffalo's running the ball. It's like, what the fuck? They're keeping him... What? 
they were keeping him fresh for the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> he should have been fresh. I think he had about 300 yards all year, so <laughs> fuck. Unreal. Uh, Dawson Knox, five receptions, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. Buffalo tight end. I believe he scored the first two. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think at one point he was the only guy that had scored. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was. Mac Jones, 24-38, 232 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. And Kendrick Bourne, seven receptions, 77 yards, and two touchdowns. The New England Patriots, Lacey, had zero sacks in that game. That defense, zero sacks. Yeah, that's, that's Trying to hit Josh win. Allen would be like trying to hit Big Ben, though, I bet. Yeah. Allen's lighter than Ben, probably by like 30 pounds, but he's still a big boy. Yeah. But the Pats D just never showed up, and and it was very much made clear that Belichick did not want this to turn into a track meet. Right? He's more comfortable in the slug fest, right? Two yeah. point game. You know, right? <laughs> he's not scared to have a three and out punt it, and let's let let's let the defense do the work, right? right. Well, Buffalo had the first ever. Perfect offensive game, Lacey. What do you think of that? That is impressive. What do I mean by that? I know what you mean. What do I mean by that? Every possession they scored a touchdown. And there was no punts, no field goals, no turnovers. That's impressive, Lacey. That's unreal. Yeah, like I said, there was a lot of pent-up The Pats have owned the Bills for a long time. The Bills looked um, great. Well, they could, like, they could do no wrong. No. Yeah. They well, were obviously. just, they were dialed in. Yeah. And amped up and like, like Josh Allen was jumping around, looked like he was in a mosh pit. And... The, the one thing that really <laughs> stuck out to me from the Pats on the defensive side of the ball was J.C. Jackson and how fucking terrible he played. Oh, yeah. He is horrid against the run. I don't know if he was hurt or sick or yeah, you cranky him out. <laughs> or what was going on. But he was a stud this year. Right. Like he was, they made him look real bad. He was bad. excellent. They just went after him all day. Yeah. And roasted him all day. He had a fucking horrid day. And you could see him and Belichick were having some words on the sideline. But Bill was not happy. And, uh, but, I mean, to try and point the finger at one guy? No, you can't do it. And you give me, if you're going to give me Mac Jones or Josh Allen, I'm going to take Josh Allen hundred and. 10% of the time. Right. Mac Jones just isn't there, right? For yeah. a rookie cue, I think Belichick got all he could out of those guys this year. Yeah, I think so too. For that roster that he yeah. had, yeah. that's the way it goes. Buffalo's just a better team. Mm-hmm. Flat out. There's yeah. there's no way to sugarcoat that. Yeah. And New England is in their rebuild, and away they go. Yeah. Right? So you're, yeah. I think and you're going to... a decent s- rebuild year. It took them one year. Right. They missed the playoffs once. Yeah. And then they're back into the playoffs. So. Yeah. Now, making the playoffs is not an achievement. No. But, but when you've got a team build. that's not that great. So if you look at the Pats roster versus, let's use, the Vikings. Okay. Who, who would you take? If you were to look at both those rosters on paper, well, <laughs> who's going to make the playoffs? Right. Right? Vikings. You know? Yeah. They're a good team. So. Yeah. But yeah, Bill's yeah. perfect game. They hammer the Pats. It's over. It's done. So Buffalo I would say the Patriots on. overachieved this oh, year. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Without guess, a doubt. I guess that's why, though, 
you know, making a playoff game is not, or the wild card weekend, whatever, is not, you know, an accomplishment. It's not but the ultimate goal. But for them, goal. this year, they overachieved and rebuild. I yeah, think they're, they're going to be fine. If you'd have told me they were going to... Well, they have the same record as Buffalo. Right. Right? So, they almost won the division. Right. Again. <laughs> now, if you look at the Cowboys, obviously that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd say the Pats definitely overachieved. And Belichick has confirmed he'll be back next year. So, it just wouldn't be football without Bill. Yeah. Without seeing Bill in that sleeveless hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he was bundled up for that game, though. Yeah, I've never had... seen him so bundled up. <laughs> but he had that hoodie on the outside. No, he had a big winter coat on, didn't he? Did or he had the hoodie over the coat? Well, he started out with that friggin' hoodie. And I'm like, so I looked it up because, of course, they're telling you the temperature in Fahrenheit, and I'm not good with that. I'm like, holy shit, it's actually cold. It was damn cold. Minus 21, it felt like, I think. With the wind? Yeah. Because it was a little breezy, too, of course, right? Um... But yeah, I think when they went in at the half, I don't know if he come out with a jacket afterwards. I don't remember. But. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah, he was. I've never seen him bundled up that much. You can tell he's getting older. So, yeah, ridiculous. But the Bills move on, punch their ticket to the AFC Championship. So, pretty exciting, Lace. Exciting stuff. Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move over, Lace, to the Bucks and the Eagles. Bucks easily take this one, 31 to 15. Tom Brady, 29 to 37, 271 yards and two touchdowns. Mike Evans, nine receptions, 117 yards and a touchdown. So he was the main beneficiary of Mr. Brady. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 23 to 43, 258, a touchdown and two picks. Was there literally anyone going into this game that thought Philly was going to win this game? <laughs> no. Like really, the spread was eight. I looked at it a couple times, and I'm like, well, Philly's better defensively than they are offensively. They might be able to keep it somewhat close. Right. This game was never close. No. The Bucks just manhandled them start to finish. Um, funny story came out this weekend, though, in a video to come along with it. It was the draft from two years ago. Okay. And the Eagles picked right before the Vikings. And okay. so it showed the video... Because everything it wasn't the draft was all virtual that oh, year, right? Right. Yeah. So it showed like the Vikings draft room, which is just like a Zoom call with like separate screens, right? Mike Zimmer was on one, and okay, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And so the Eagles picked, <laughs> and the Vikings started laughing because they took Jalen Ragor, who is. I'm not. Even, he shouldn't even be in the NFL. He's fucking horrid. He's a receiver for the Eagles. Okay. With that next pick, the Vikings took Justin Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Wow! No, it's not like draft mishaps like that don't happen all the time, right? right? You could almost go back to any draft, right, and pick and one say, one. "Wow, they took this guy over this guy," right. but it happens all the time. But yeah. Wow. That was like an extreme case because Jefferson is an absolute stud. Right. And Regor is not. <laughs> He's not even fucking close to a stud. So, yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. And they were actually laughing? Yeah. They're like, oh, my God. Justin Jefferson. Like They're like, wow, we just won the fucking lottery. And right. they did, in essence. Right. Right? 
Wow. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Huh. Uh, I just want to review our locks and upsets quick here, Lace. <laughs> okay? Okay. So, I currently am sitting at 1-0. and Because I took the Bills. Minus four yeah. over the Pats. And they won by 30. <laughs> so, they covered. My upset is Arizona plus four, and that game's going to happen in, I don't know, what time is it? Hour and a half-ish. I'm going to kick off in about an hour and 20 minutes. So, um, You, on the other hand, Lacey. Not good things. <laughs> no, no. Didn't really pan out for you. Uh, I love the underdog. You, you thought you were so smart. You're like, look at my lock. I'm taking an underdog. Took the Pats plus four. Whoops. Well, needless to say, I don't. That one lost fucking 30 points. And Lacey also took the Raiders plus five and a half. They lost by seven. So. Boo. But I do commend you. I made a nice reel on before the game. I seen that. I was all decked out. I was ready to go, right? Yeah, you were. You sure were. I was quiet throughout the game. I was just dialed in. Yeah, he was raided right out. And uh, I was not to be. But But you didn't lose your shit. No, no. The disappointments start to hurt less. You get numb to it, right? (laughs) You know? It's just like, huh, well, there's another loss. (laughs) I remember the first time that uh, our nieces were watching the Canucks were in the playoffs. That was year we went to the Cup, I think, yeah. I think. I don't know. That would have been 11. 10 years ago? Yeah, probably. And they were over when the Canucks lost, and it actually scared them. Look, they were actually scared. <laughs> Fucking so, Canucks. I'm glad, uh, like, you've controlled that a bit. It doesn't ruin, like, normally that would ruin your entire day, weekend, week, you know, like. Month. And, yeah. and you know, like, you bounced back okay. Like I said, <laughs> after 20-some years, you just get numb, you know? Is I didn't expect them to go in and win. I didn't. So <laughs> because they're a team that we cheer for, and they're they're just the Raiders. Yeah, you know. I would love. I can't imagine how fun it would be to cheer for a team that won. A perennial contender. Imagine that. God, Wouldn't that, that be something? That would be so much fun. Like, could you imagine if you were a legit Pats fan from like '01 to '19? Right. Eighteen. Yeah. Fuck, that'd have been a great ride. Oh, you know, just great. Just like everyone kissed my ass. Yeah, you know, we're the greatest. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll feel a win, a meaningful win. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe someone will win something. I don't know. I don't know, Lacey. <laughs> How long have we been going? I never know where to look. The bottom. Bottom right. Twenty-six. Oh yeah. Twenty-six minutes. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a commercial. When we come back. We're going to cover off that 49ers-Cowboys game and a little bit of the Chiefs-Steelers. There's not much to talk about, but uh, we'll go through the updated playoff picture, obviously minus the Cards-Rams, because that game hasn't happened yet. Uh, We'll go over a little bit of NBA, a little NHL, and we'll call it a day. So on that note, we will be back. Do you love sports? Sick of all the same mainstream sports shows? Then join us on the Chain Movers Podcast. 
we will give you real takes without all the mainstream BS. Catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on YouTube Live or wherever you get your podcast content. Again, that's a Chain Movers podcast. Join us. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022 with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fun. Did you like it? I did. <laughs> I did very good. I was very excited. <laughs> you better stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Do you know where you are right now? No. Okay, Lace, let's dive right into. I'm going to say it was the best game so far. Obviously, I haven't watched tonight's game, but of Wild Card Weekend, the 49ers and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 49ers go on the road to Jerry's World. And beat the Cowboys 29 to sorry, 23 to 17. Jimmy G. Oh. Mm. I love it. I hate the Cowboys. So I think it's great. <laughs> I gotta throw this out there though. So it was funny, we were watching, all three of us were watching the game, and we were all we all cheered at the end of it, <clears throat> and it was for the Cowboys loss. No one gave a shit that the 49ers actually won. It was all, we all cheered because the Cowboys lost. It it's was a, funny. Yeah, I mean, when the Cowboys lose, North America wins. It's just the way it is. There's so many st- stories inside of this game. Yeah. It's okay. crazy. Uh, Dak, 23 of 43, 254 yards, touchdown and a pick. The Dallas Cowboys had zero sacks in that game. Their supposed vaunted defense that was supposedly so good didn't show up. Uh, Zeke went 12 carries for 31 yards for 2.6 yards per carry. So. (laughs) I don't know why Kellen Moore insists on force feeding Zeke. I I don't get it. And I'll never get it. I'll never understand the thought pattern, the mentality in Dallas. I'll never understand it. That's not why I hate them, but I'll just never get it. Uh, Jimmy G, 16 to 25, 172 in a t- pick. Sorry, he didn't even throw for a touchdown in that game. Really? No. He did not. So, But Elijah Mitchell, 27 carries, 96 yards and a touchdown. And Debo, 10, Debo. 10 carries for 72 yards and a touchdown lace. He's great. He's fantastic. He 
it really is fantastic. Talk about uh, getting creative, old Shanahan. There, eh? It's like you know what? Let's line this guy up as a running back. Yeah. Fuck. Nobody can take him down. And like at the beginning, it wasn't even you know like right off the start. It's like okay, well they've been doing it for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I I feel like playoffs. I don't know. I get bringing out some you know different. I guess it's not really different doing it for a couple weeks, but. You know the weirder things at the end of the game when you need something, right? Well, you got to you got to get the ball in your best player's hands. I guess that's the way they. Yeah, and Shanahan is doing that. Yeah. So, taking it out of Jimmy's hands and putting it into (laughs) Debo's hands. Jimmy, I don't know, man. (laughs) He he gets beat up though in the media, and let's be honest: if they had Trey Lance back there, they don't win that game. Oh yeah, exactly. So I don't know. You can hate on Jimmy all you want. Is Jimmy a stud? No. He's not. He did what he had to do. He's good enough to beat the Cowboys, though. Right. So, there's There's that. that. The 49ers lost Joey Bosa. They lost Fred Warner during this game. And still managed to beat the Cowboys. Uh, Where do you want to start, Lace? Do you want to start with McCarthy? Do you want to start with the last play? Do you want to start with the fact that Jerry built his billion-dollar stadium facing east and west? What, what do you want to start with? I mean... Well, you we might as well start with that one because there's much. There's probably not much to expand on after that. Who the fuck builds a football field east and west? These guys, like, if you were on... Well, I don't know what side of the field it was. Obviously, it sets in the west. So if you're on the east side of the field, like, it's like... You can't see shit. They right. showed an actual camera shot from like down where, yeah, you know, if the receivers, if the ball is coming to you on that side of the field, you couldn't see a goddamn thing. And then put windows there. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? And I can't believe the NFL approved it. Yeah. Like the Cowboys play the majority of their games at that time during the day. Right. In Dallas, Texas, or anywhere down, you know, in those southern states, they don't have 14-hour days of sunlight in the summer, like we do. Nor do they have four-hour days of sunlight, (laughs) like we do in the winter. It is like 7 to 7. Yeah. Every day. Every day. That's the way it is. It's weird. So what in the fuck would possess you to do that? I don't know. But they're not going to move the stadium now, so. (laughs) Just turn it. Pick that Pick that big bitch up and turn it. They probably could. They probably have the capabilities to do that. My lord. So, but they're not going to do that. Let's move over to this last play of the game, Lacey. Okay. I'm sure most of you have seen it. For those of you that have not, 14 seconds left on the clock. The Cowboys are out of timeouts. The Cowboys proceed to run a QB draw. Why, I don't know, when they just drove 40 yards in like eight seconds, they were working the sidelines beautifully. Yeah. Because, like, I was actually panicking. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck, these guys are moving the ball pretty easy. You know, and, I mean, that lateral to CD Mm -hmm. was, uh, I thought, a great play call. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're never going to see this shit coming. No. Right? Now San Fran covered a good, but it still picked up 18 yards or so, right? Mm -hmm. So they drove like 40, 45 yards in like literally 8 or 10 seconds. Yeah. So why the fuck would you run a draw? I don't know. But so they run the draw. Dak runs too far because you got 14 seconds, no timeouts, right? 
slides, and then the ball is sitting on the ground, but now the Cowboys are going to spot the ball. So Dak hands the ball to the center for him to spot the ball, which, hey, you can't do, right? Otherwise, I'd have spotted it a couple yards further, right? Right. Why wouldn't you? And then... (laughs) So all these Cowboy fans' arguments is that, oh, the ref knocked Dak out of the way, and that was why we didn't have enough time. And they're blaming it on the ref because he was too slow. Listen, if you're going to count on the athleticism of like a 60-year-old linesman in order to give you enough time to get your playoff, yeah. that's a problem. Right. <laughs> that's a big problem. And it just, so they didn't even take a shot at the end zone. They didn't even it. get one shot. Game over. Welcome to Dallas, it fuckers. like a circus. Holy fuck. And then the fake punt. Do we want to talk about the fake punt play? <laughs> they run a fake punt. They convert the first down. They leave that unit on the field. As the clock is winding down, Sam Fran does nothing. They leave their same unit on the field. With about 16 seconds left on the play clock, everyone... You know, after... 25 seconds, I'm standing around looking at each other and guys moving around in no for no reason. Right. Like Brian Anger, the punter, is moving around like he doesn't know what the fuck to do because he's not supposed to be on the field at this point. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh my fuck. <laughs> so there's about 16 seconds left on the play clock. Full change. Everyone runs off the field. Dallas brings the offense onto the field. By the time they get set up, it's a fucking delay a game penalty, and it pushes them back five yards. Wow. Wow. Like, this is situational football. You couldn't could fuck it up worse if you <laughs> right. practiced fucking it up like that. Oh, my God. I just... I, you can't believe that team went 12-5. and five. It's just unbelievable. It... It boggles my mind. Um, regardless, Lacey, <laughs> all that being said, do they fire Mike McCarthy? Uh, yeah. Yes? Yes. That's so a that's resounding not, yes. You don't, you don't need to pick answer 100%. <laughs> Done. He's oh finished. Oh, my. Yeah, I, do, I don't disagree. Something what, has to happen. What a fucking abomination. Oh, my God. The best effort that that team put out this year was when Dan Quinn was the head coach. Yes. And Mike McCarthy was homesick with, with COVID. COVID. Yeah. 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 I agree. So we'll see. Jerry doesn't like to swallow his own pride very much. So but it was funny because they brought they brought up when Jerry hired Mike. Okay. Mike McCarthy read him some song and dance that he took a year off from football after Green Bay let him oh, go, okay. right? He didn't coach. And he said he sat at home and literally watched every snap of Cowboys football that year. And th- this is what he told Jerry during the interview. And now somebody was talking to him after the game. He's like, I didn't really watch all those snaps. He said, you know, but you got to do what you got to do, right? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So he lied to him and said he watched <laughs> And told everyone. Yeah, and told everyone and then proceeded to tell everyone that he lied to him. Oh, so he God. told everyone the lie. And then told everyone he lied. So I guess, hey, yeah. What? 
this guy's a fucking buffoon. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, like, yeah, what a joke. Yes, oh, let's fired. fired. Done. Let's get rid of him. See ya. I I don't hate that. You're fired. And Ugh, watch the bears. We'll hire him. But <laughs> no, they won't. So play devil's advocate on this one. It seems that Mike McCarthy is everybody's punching bag. When it comes to bad calls, but Kellen Moore, everybody loves him when it goes right. Now, is that Kellen Moore's offense, or does he have to literally run every play by Mike McCarthy before he calls it into Dak? You can't have both Dallas fans. Right. Who's the problem? Is it McCarthy or is it Moore? Right. And why does nobody ever shit on Kellen Moore? Right. I don't understand. But yeah, that, that's weird. I don't understand. I don't know the inner workings of... I know Kellen Moore draws the plays and calls them, but does that go through McCarthy? Does does McCarthy ever shut down a play and say, no, we're not running that? You know? Because they're all connected on the headsets, right. right? So, or does... I don't believe Mike McCarthy has uh, that fucking mental capacity <laughs> to do I that. I don't care. He probably he doesn't... Did. I don't know if you've ever heard an NFL play call, but I'd be surprised if Mike McCarthy could comprehend what they're about to run. <laughs> He's a fucking simpleton. But, and I don't care if Mike McCarthy could turn it down. The other guy, whoever, whatever his name is. Kellen Moore. Is still making the call. The initial call. So, if McCarthy's saying yay or nay. Right. They're both stupid. Right. So, so I mean, give blame where it's due and also give credit where it's due. Right. Why is Kellen Moore immune to everything? Right. Right? That's weird. I didn't know that. I don't know. I think it's fucked. So at the end of the game, oh. let's let's move over. McCarthy should be fired. That's yeah. both of our opinion. And I, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Fans throwing garbage onto the field. Cowboys thought it was them. At them. Apparently, no, it was at the referees. So when... What? Yeah. They're throwing garbage at the refs. The fans are. So when during Dak's post game presser, he's like, "Well, what do you, what do you think about you know the fans throwing trash onto the field or whatever?" He's like, "Well, you know, they, we didn't play very well and whatever else." And they're like, "Oh, well, they were throwing at the refs." He's like, "Oh, well, good on them then." Wow. Yeah. So that's that's your quarterback. That's your captain. That's your fans. Yeah. <clears throat> Promoting to throw garbage at the officials, who I thought refed a good game. Well, I didn't see anything wrong with it. If you honestly believe that that game came down to that play, yeah, Sam Fran tried to give him that game so many times. Oh, absolutely. And you couldn't do anything with it. You took fourteen penalties. I think eight of them were pre-snap, between oh, offsides, illegal shifts. Fuck! What a joke. Now I'm not a Dak guy. I never have been. Right. I don't like Dak Prescott. I like him less now. Yeah, I agree. What a scumbag. Who yeah. goes out there and says, yeah, let's throw a bunch of garbage at the refs? Yeah. I thought they refed a pretty decent game. And it's the same. It goes the same. I hate when fans throw garbage. Yeah, I, I don't. I just. I mean, if they would have got blown out 48 nothing, okay, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, you, you played like absolute garbage. <laughs> so let's throw some garbage on the field, whatever. It is what it is. But when you're actually like throwing it at people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah, it, it's they a little, it it's a little over the top, I would say. But you throw your jersey, burn it, whatever, boo. 
Don't throw garbage at people. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's I a joke. People. The Cowboys are, and it's not just Dak. Oh, really? Demarcus Lawrence is blaming the refs. <sighs> Everybody's blaming the refs. And that is Dallas in a nutshell, right there. You can't execute, it's someone else's fault. Right. Right? Yeah, no, so, that's true. It's an absolute joke. I don't even want to talk about that anymore. Okay. <laughs> or how about this, Lace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also a that's good one. Jerry Jones in his press box. <laughs> <laughs> that's for that. Yeah. What an asshole. What an asshole. Ugh. Anyway, last game of the night, Lace was the Chiefs Steelers. And not much of a game, but Patrick Mahomes looked dialed in. Yes. He went 30 of 39, 404 yards, five touchdowns, and a pick. Travis Kelsey, five receptions, 108 yards, and a touchdown. That game was 35 to 7 early in the third quarter. The the t- the fact that they got to twenty one was garbage time. That yeah. game could have finished forty two to seven, mm-hmm. right? But the Chiefs just started running prevent. The Steelers were never in that game. Um, they should have never been there. <laughs> they didn't deserve to be there. Um, Big Ben twenty nine to forty four, two hundred fifteen yards, two touchdowns. Uh, started the game strong. Yeah. T.J. Watt forced the fumble. Mm-hmm. Took it to the house. Yeah. They were up 7 nothing, And it went downhill from there yeah, real fast. <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs did whatever they wanted, however they wanted yeah. to do it. Um, they thoroughly embarrassed the Steelers. And that's, that's a tough way to go out if you're Ben. Yeah. You know? But. Yeah. This, again, it's another classic. They're just the better team. Yeah. The Bills are better than the Pats. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You just got to play the game because you never know. But. Yeah. yeah. Kept them on the off day or something. Honestly, I, prior, like when I was talking with Rob, prior to the game. Yeah. I wasn't confident that the Chiefs would cover though. Oh, really? It was 13. Yeah. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know, man. But the Steelers just didn't show up at all. And they covered handily. So uh, let's move over, Lace, to that NFL playoff picture, shall we? This is the updated bracket. Okay. So we have the Bengals now going to go to Tennessee to take on the number one seeded Titans in Tennessee. And the Bills are going to go visit the Chiefs down in Arrowhead. That should be a good game. What do you think of that, Lace? Yeah, it's going to be a good game. That's going to be a real dandy. Real dandy. Real gym dandy. We are going to say that. Let's move over to the NFC. The 49ers get to go to Lambeau. Play the pack. Yeah. What's going to happen there, Lace? Packers will win. They will win? Yeah. Sure. Yes, I'm sure. (laughs) Of course I'm sure. (laughs) And the... Who is that, Lacey? Where? On the bottom. Oh, the Bucks. We are waiting to see who will go to Tampa. Yeah. Correct? Correct. The winner of tonight's game will go play Tampa. That's right. So. <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into these playoff matchups today. You're not? No. No, I don't want no, to. No, we need either. to talk about them closer to the games. We'll talk about them Wednesday or Friday. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, I'm going back to the main. You have to keep your little. You want to be standing there? Yeah, I'm going to stand now. Back sore? <laughs> Is your back sore? Yeah. It just stiffens up a little bit. This gets a little stiffy, eh? <laughs> You like that? <laughs> You're such a dork. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> like some good uh, immature humor. <clears throat> Kaylee, that's all I got. That's all I got for the NFL. There's really nothing even to talk about in that Chiefs Steelers game. We went over the playoff picture, so let's move over to the NBA. Lace, as you know, I love to start with the standings, so that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Let's have a look at the East here, shall we? So we have the Bulls still sitting atop at 27 and 14. They've lost three straight though. Mm. Came back today, Lace at Zach Levine, no structural damage to his knee. He did get hurt, oh. but no structural damage. They expect he'll be out maybe a week or two. Oh. So that's good news. That's not bad. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said it's not bad. Yeah. Which is also good. Sure. And, and then we got the Nets sitting in second. They got their own share of bad news. KD sprained his MCL out four to six weeks. Oh, dear. So are they going to pay the fine and let Kyrie come back and play every game? Oh, oh, we might be at this situation. They have an ace up their sleeve. The Nets are struggling right now. They have won one, but they're four and six in their last ten which isn't overly impressive for a team of that caliber. Right. What do they do? Should they do it? Well, I think they should. I think they should have this whole time, though. I agree. So, what do I know? <laughs> Let's move over to the Heat Lace. They're in third at 27-16, and 7-3 in their last 10 games. Fourth, we got the Bucks. 27-18. and 18. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Ugh. Not looking very dominant so far. No. And then we got the 76ers in fifth place. They've been surging. Joel like and that. Joel and Bede been playing extremely well. I don't like him either. Ben Simmons, who? We don't need that bitch. No. They're nine and one in their last ten. What's he doing? Just hanging out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't heard from him for a while. No. No, he's just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then look at the Hawks lay sitting there in twelfth at seventeen and twenty five. Lost five straight. Wow. They were a playoff team last year. Yeah. And a good one. Yeah, what happened crazy. to Atlanta, Lacey? I have no idea. It's not impressive at all. Mm -hmm. And they got a lot of work to do. And I just, I don't know what to think about that. How do they fix that shit show of a team? I'm not really sure. You don't know? I don't know. I don't know how to fix NBA teams. You don't know how to fix anything. <laughs> I'm a good fixer. Fix your back then. Oh, that I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> lay on the couch. You had to make supper. Do you want me to hit you with a bat? You did laundry. What else have you done? Everything. I do everything around here. <laughs> I tried to vacuum yesterday. I only made it halfway through the house, but yeah. you could put out a little more of an effort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, let's move over to the West, Lacey. Uh, still sitting up. In the number one seed, the Phoenix Suns at 33-9. and nine. They're 7-3 in their last 10, and they've won three straight. Moving over to the Warriors. 
The Warriors are reeling what? right now. 31 and 12. Four and six in their last ten. That's crazy. Not very good. Uh, the Utah Jazz sitting there in third lace at 29 and 14. They're five and five in their last ten. So those uh, second and third place teams are looking anything but strong right, right now. Uh, but the Jazz did get Gobert back. He was out with COVID. Totally different team when he's in the lineup versus oh. when he's not. Um, fourth, we got the Memphis Grizzlies at 30 and 15 lace. They're 9 and 1 in their last 10. I think everybody knows how hot they've been. And in fifth, we got the Dallas Mavericks lace at 24 and 19. 8 and 2 in their last 10. They just got Perzingis back. Wow. And they've won two straight as well. So. And then we have the Lakers sitting there in the eighth spot at 21 and 22. And a little bit of drama, La La Land lace. Well, not that there's ever a shortage. Um, Magic Johnson in the in the headlines, I guess you could say, rips the the Lakers after they lost by 37 to the Denver Nuggets. They are. I think what makes it so great, though, Lays, is that this team was hand-picked right. by LeBron James. Hand-picked. And they're one game under 500. They just got pumped by 37 to the Nuggets. Who do they play tonight? They play tonight. I know they do. It's MLK Day, too. What's that? Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah. What's that? that? Oh, whoops. I've never heard anyone shorten it before. Don't shorten it. What do you mean, like, Wh- whoops? What? Well, you... I probably shouldn't have said, what's that? You're fired. Pretty big deal. What You're fired. NBA. <laughs> You're fired. Stop it. <laughs> Schedule. Come on, Lacey. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, Johnson rips the Lakers. Uh, Russell Westbrook chimes in and says, well, he's entitled to his opinion. Russ don't seem to be bothered by too much these days. He just... Doesn't give a fuck about anything. They play the Jazz tonight. Ooh, that's a tough matchup. Uh, LeBron tweets out an apology to the fans. Oh. Saying we'll be better. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what kind of effort they come back with tonight. Um, Utah's a good team. Mm-hmm. Very strong Has defensively. Uh, but... I think the Lakers are going to lay it all on the line, but I just don't think they have a good enough roster to run with the Jazz. So what do you think about that? I agree with you. Yeah! The Jazz to win that game. You do, eh? Yeah, I do. I should probably put it in. You should do something. Because you ain't making no money when you're not... you got to play to win, Lace. When I'm not betting? I'm yeah. not making no money. No, you ain't making no money. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll play. That's the only way to win. That's true. <laughs> okay, that's it for the NBA lace. Let's move over to the NHL, and then that's it. That's our show. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So let's start with the Atlantic lace. First up, we got the Florida Panthers sitting there in first lace at 26, 7, and... Five. Five? Is that a five? That is a five. Okay, and they've won four straight, right? Yes. Oh, I'm getting old. I can't see these things. Yeah. Eight, one, and one in their last ten? Wow, look at that lace. That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow! That means they've won eight, lost one, and have one overtime loss in their last ten. Yeah, I don't like that. To me, it should be win, loss, tie. 
like that hmm. last one. Okay. And, and then, then ties. Oh yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the Tampa Bay Lightning at 26 9 and 5. Yeah. And they are they've won 3 straight. They have. And they're 6 3 and 1 in their last 10. Yeah. So that's pretty good too, Lace. Yeah. What do you think of the Lightning? <laughs> I won my fantasy hockey matchup this week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, how's that going? I'm in 5th right now. Oh. Third in the league in points, fifth overall. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't understand. Stupid. I can't find goalies. Oh, I, ne- really? I never get my goalie points because they have to play three times. Oh, no, no. never does? No. I lost all my goalie points. I still won last week. But... <laughs> <clears throat> and in third, we got the Maple Leafs lace at 24, 9, and 3. They're 7 2 and 1 in their last 10, and they've won one in a row. I was going to say they're on a big winning streak. One in a row. Well done. Well done, Toronto. Let's move over to the Metro Lace, shall we? Okay. The New York Rangers sit in the top there at 25, 10, and 4. They've won two straight. They're 6, 3, and 1 in their last 10. Rangers looking good. Yep. And the Carolina Hurricanes, 25, 8, and 2, I believe that says. Yep. They're 7, 2, and 1 in their last 10. And the Caps, who the Knucks just beat yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah, what do you think of that? That's great. That's fantastic, isn't it? That is fantastic. Way to go, Nox. They want to skid themselves, so nice of them to finally win again. Yeah. Uh, the Caps are 21, 8, and 9. Or 21, 9, and 9. 9, and 9. 9, and 9. There you go. Lost mm-hmm. one, but that rounds out your top three, Lace. There they are. What do you think of that? Good stuff, everyone. Excellent stuff. <laughs> And we will move over to the Central Lace, the Central Division, the Colorado Avalanche. Mm. Catching fire lately. Sitting there in first at 24, 8 and 3. Yeah. 8, 1 and 1 in their last 10. Yeah. Pretty good. One loss, one tie. What do you think of that? (laughs) And then we got the Preds sitting there in second lace at 24, 12, and 3. They're 6, 2, and 2 in their last 10, but they've lost two straight. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Blues sitting there in third lace at 22, 11, and 5. 7, 3, and 0 oh in their last 10. Make it a good push here, those St. Louis Blues. And then we got the Winnipeg Jets sitting there in fifth at 17, 12, and 5. 5, 4, and 1 in their last 10. I don't believe I covered off the uh, other Canadian teams, did I? You didn't? I didn't. I didn't talk about the Ottawa Senators. Oh. With good reason, because they suck. But I guess I should tell everyone that they are in seventh in the Atlantic with an 11, 18, and 2 mark. But look at that. They've won two. They're 6, 3, and 1 in their last 10. Yeah. What do you think of that? That's not bad. That's mind-blowing, actually. <laughs> And then we got the Montreal Canadiens lace sitting there with a 7, 24, and 5 mark, and they've lost five straight, and they are 1, 7, and 2 in their last 10. I can't believe I even give them that 12 seconds every week of airtime. No. You should really quit. Yeah, you probably don't need to. Anybody, even if you're a Canadiens fan, you don't need to hear that. If you're a Canadiens fan, just stick your head in the toilet and flush it a bunch of times. Uh, <clears throat> let's move over to the Pacific Lace, the Vegas Golden Knights at 23-14-2. and two. They've lost two straight, and they're only 5-3-2 and two in their last yeah. 10. Uh, the Kings. What? Just out of nowhere. Yeah, no kidding. You know? We Crazy. talked about them on... 
When was our last show? Last Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, we've been off for quite a while. Yeah. How dare you? Sorry. And they've been tw- <laughs> they're sitting there in second at 2013 and five, and they are seven three and oh, they won four straight. Yeah. So that helps when you're in a division that tight, doesn't it? it sure does. It definitely does. And we got the Anaheim Ducks lay sitting there in third at 19, 15, and 7, 2, 6, and 2 in their last 10. Wow. That's horrid. They're falling. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> but still sitting there wow. in third. Uh, in fifth, we got the Flames Lace sitting there at 17, 11, and 6. 2, 7, and 1 in their last 10. They've lost four straight. And the Edmonton Oilers... What is going on in Edmonton? Oh, no. Wow. Uh, 18, 15, and 2, I believe that yeah. says. Yeah. And they've lost 6 straight in there, 2, 6, and 2 in their last 10 as well. Uh, never did hear, never got confirmation on whether or not they're signing a Vander Kane or not. Oh. So that's still up in the air, but Dave Tippett is definitely on the fucking hot seat in Edmonton. There's a lot of unhappy people with him right now. Um, and the Canucks sitting there in seventh, 17, 18, and three. Six, three, and one in their last 10. And they've won one in a row. But look at, you notice that? What? There's only two teams in this division. That their streak is a win. And one's the Canucks with one. Yeah, they're having a rough go, the old pack. Well, this is good. The old pack division. The Kraken. Right? They've lost nine straight. Yeah. So if you are a Kraken fan, again, stick your head in the fucking toilet and flush it a bunch of times. So, Lace, that's all I got for right. today. That's it. What that's do you think it. of that? Yeah, that's good. Lie down. Pretty good show. I think so. I thought it was great. See, and I did good. You said that I couldn't do it, and I did it. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Doing it. Just rocking it, too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's all I got. So on that note, Lace, thanks. You hey. and your fucking crippled up back. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for letting me come here. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Just tried to lock me um, out. <laughs> I will next time. I'll lock you right out of here. I'll kick you right in the back. Uh, and thanks to all of you for making us a part of your day. Uh, you get the opportunity. Go watch that Cards Box. Cards Box. Cards Rams game. Let's play again. <laughs> Fire them up tonight, boys. Uh, cards Rams. Uh, cards go on the road. Plus four. I took them. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on the cards in this one. So Yeah, I'm betting on the Rams. So There you go. <clears throat> so we'll be fighting by the end of the night. Yeah. No, I don't care that much. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. Okay, on that note, everyone enjoy your Monday evening. And if you uh, do have to go anywhere and out on the highways, be careful because there's a doozy coming in. And on that note, we're out. (laughs) 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 